Hey Podcast Babe, welcome to season 8 of the Podcast Babes podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastbabes.com. You can find everything there from our current pricing packages, more information about the podcast base, previous episodes. It's all there. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hello, hello, podcast babes. Welcome to a new episode. Today I'm here with Sky Barber, and she is the host of Full Freedom for Entrepreneurs. That is the name of her podcast. In this podcast, you'll learn what it takes to create more flexibility, more money, and more choice by stepping up as a visionary leader. This is the show for you if you're ready to design your life and business that gives you full freedom. Well, I'm really, really excited to have Sky on the show today because freedom is actually also a very important value for me. So I'm really excited to ask her a lot about freedom, about podcasting, about freedom in podcasting, and the combination of that. So Sky, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really looking forward to this subject as well. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you do exactly? What's your business all about? Yeah. So I have, I'm a strategist, and I have like a consulting-based business where I work with typically online entrepreneurs to help them scale to multi-six, seven, multi-seven figure businesses by focusing on doing what they do best in their zone of genius and building the right support team around them. So that is my core business model, but I also have another startup as well called HQ, which is an app based in the US where we're all about allowing people to pay themselves first and having the financial data for running a small business when you maybe like me and don't like numbers. So I have a very variety, I have a mixed, mixed business, but it's all about people. Cool. Very, very cool. Thank you. And you're also a podcast host, of course. When did you start the podcast and like how, why can you tell us more about like the starting phase of the podcast? So I started at the very start of this year in 2022. I had aimed to launch it in the beginning of December last year, but unfortunately I had like a run of personal events. My uncle died, my dog nearly died. Like we all got COVID for the third time. It was like one thing after another. And I thought, you know what? I want this podcast launch to be really big and really positive. And I just didn't feel in the right headspace. So I delayed the launch till mid-January and we launched it this year. And I have to say, I'm really proud of it. I was really proud of the launch, but I was really proud of, of my podcast because I love doing it. But I have to say, I'm not, when I'm on my own, I'm not the most consistent of people. But the podcast has been something that every week it has gone out and been marketed and had people, hundreds of people listen to without fail. And I, I feel really proud of that. <laughs> Don't know whether this like feels a bit big-headed to even say, but I catch myself sometimes listening to my podcast back and just being like, wow, this sounds really good. Because you know when you're in it, it's really hard to like, actually, I don't comprehend. Maybe it's my dyslexia, but I don't comprehend like what I'm saying at the time. But when I listen to it back, I'm like, oh, it's really good. I really enjoy it. I'm really, like, it's something that I'm really proud of. So why I started it, I mean, there's lots of reasons. I wanted I wanted a way of people to dip their toe in my world and get to know me 
and to really share my voice and a, and a platform in a way that felt kind of streamlined and slick to do. And what I love about podcasting is we don't have to get dressed or ready or I was, I'd attempted doing YouTube channels, but podcasts you just talk from the heart around a subject matter that's kind of key to your people. And, you know, I love it. I, I absolutely adore it. And I've got to meet amazing people, be interviewed by great people like yourself. And so it's been a great connector as well. And I just wanted a way, a funnel, I suppose, to bring people into my world whereby they could get a real sense of what it would be like to work with me and and get some great value for free. So that's the reason why I started yeah. doing it. I love it. And I love that you said that you're so proud of what you created, mm. which is so important. I think a lot of podcasters get really caught up in download numbers and everyone that, you know, like it, it, we tell ourselves, everyone has more downloads than me and mm. it needs to grow and grow fast and faster and faster and more and more. But I think it's so nice to hear that you listen to your own podcast and you're just really proud of the content. I think that's just awesome and so, so important. So thank you for sharing that. And I think we should all just listen to our own podcast. Just like now, after this episode, listen to your own podcast and think about how cool it is. Yeah. That, that And like anyone who wants to listen, they can just tune in whenever they want. And there's likely people every day listening to you how awesome is that so I think that's a couple of other things I'm so pleased with. like running an online business my family are farmers they're retailers they're like bricks and mortar traditional business people which means that they don't really get my online business but a podcast they get it feels like for them legit and I'm not saying anything I do is not legit but to kind of I felt like I got whole momentum behind the podcast around family and friends and People started understanding what it was I was doing and, and it felt so tangible. And to me, that gave me so much confidence when sharing it. And now when it comes to recording podcasts, I literally just write the title and I just press record and I have an editor and everything, but very little gets edited. They're just from the heart sessions. And they're some of my best and most listened to subjects is when it's just a discussion, me downloading. And because it, there's like, it doesn't take much preparation time. I just, it makes it so much more enjoyable to do. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is that you're also taking your freedom within podcasting yeah. to just do what you want to do. Just like talk into the mic, say what you want to say. And that's what's, it. What's happening at that All moment. All I do is then press save and put it in a file. And then all the editor I outsource, she's in the US, she's amazing. She edits it, she creates the show notes. And then my in-house team create all the graphics, they create the schedules, they do all the organizing of the guests, they put me on podcasts, they market it, all the podcast stuff. So I said to them, like, I really want to do a podcast, but if I have to do anything else other than talk and turn up and talk, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And it's not because I'm lazy, but because I put, you know, I walk my talk. And so we created this whole system around the way we podcast, which means that as the business visionary, which like what I teach, I just do the bit that floats my boat, that is my genius, that is the talking and everyone else supports me in the rest. And so it feels so light and easy and so easy to batch and be ahead of and feels professional and organized. So you can tell I'm a massive yeah. fan. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Same here. <laughs> I know I'm biased. Yeah. But... I'm on the right podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> So would you say that your podcast also gives you more freedom, like 
in the business or like bigger than just the podcast, but is the podcast also a tool to freedom? Okay. So yeah, the way I've set it up to be is freeing for me in terms of the actual process. I do find that I'm more and more leads are coming through the podcast. So that's bringing more financial sales and financial freedom. I also find that the freedom of sending people in my audience who are interested in the work, but not necessarily having to create more content, just signposting different episodes in the podcast for them to listen to has been really freeing as well. So yes, I do think to me, it's also freedom is about systemization. Freedom is about creating structure. Freedom is about creating consistency in a way that doesn't just rely on me and building my brand whilst I don't have to do everything all the time. So on those levels, absolutely, it creates freedom. But on a personal level, it also gives me a, I don't know why, I feel so much more comfortable talking about things that maybe are a bit ranty or a bit polarizing than posting on a social media platform, a written thing. To me, to, to speak is a real freeing freedom of expression that I just don't get when it comes to writing. So I find that it's great in terms of developing content that then can be repurposed in other ways as well. We just really find ways to leverage my work in, yeah, for different, different areas of the business. But it's providing a great funnel for bringing people into our world, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I'm hearing a lot of things. So I'm hearing freedom because you don't have to show up over and over again. You just record it and then other people can do their thing and making sure they can make sure that it gets released on the correct day. Yeah. They can repurpose it. So that is also like a freedom element, I think. You just record it once and then it goes everywhere. So you also don't have to create as much content for social media, blog, other channels anymore. So I'm, I'm also a huge fan of that. Do you also batch record episodes? Yes, I do. Although I've got a couple after this straight away. I find that if I do more than three at a time, I'm no good. So we've experimented with batching like one day a month versus doing like one a week. And I think my optimum is kind of two or three every other week. But I have now, I've introduced guests as well, which is just really lovely to have different people on, have different conversations with people. But it also means you can, you can have like a win-win when you want to invite people on to, or when you go onto other people's podcasts, you can invite them back onto your podcast. So that's been really freeing as well. I just, yeah, there's not many types of marketing that I really love, but my podcast is one of them and, it, and it's something I really don't want to stop doing. And we're on like 45 or 50 episodes. We've had like, I don't know, nearly 100 reviews, nearly five, almost five stars, or if not five stars. So it's something that I just, I want to grow. I want to build. I can't say I promote it massively right now, but it is always something that, yeah, remains a consistent for us. Yeah. It's also an, an asset that you keep building. I, I try to see my podcast, like every episode is another asset into my business. It's just, it's always there and people can always find it like years from now. So even if I don't, of course, it's best to promote it now. But even if I don't, even if I'm super busy, I cannot really promote it now. It's fine because it's here and you can always promote it later. You can also link to it later. You can link other content to it. So it's, it's just always there. It's, it's also very, very evergreen. There's no algorithms, no other platform that you're depending on. It's, it's all yours. It's always there. 
So I also really love that. Yeah, I, I agree. That whole like creating assets is hugely important. And just a presence somewhere else. Like I was finding I was just going on social media and kind of posting and praying and kind of winging it that way. And I realized like if I'm going to like scale this business to seven figures, I need to create some consistent marketing drives that aren't just on like one platform, but also play to my strengths. So I enjoy talking, as you can probably tell. I thought the podcast is the way to go. And the launch was really fun. Like it was amazing in the build up. I did this whole like day of inviting old clients and we did, oh, I think I did something like 12 interviews in one day, not for the podcast, but all across social media. And the the response of people, like the support they did for the podcast, the testimonials people wrote, like it was just overwhelmingly amazing and it was brilliant for my confidence and I don't know about you but you know we don't have people often saying oh you've done a good job or things are you're doing really well but when people share like testimonials about just free bits of content you're giving out there I just found it so reaffirming as to why I do this I know we, I have moments that feel like a roller coaster in business and I'm like oh my goodness this is a bad day and it's one of the podcast launches, I remember someone saying to me, like, this will be something that like, you remember. And it's like one of the highlights, one of the best weeks I've had in my business was launching my podcast. I can't recommend it highly enough to people. Yeah. So I, I actually wanted to ask you about the launch that you did because you mentioned that you wanted to make it a really big event. So you did 12 interviews with different people on, on social media. How did that work exactly? So from these interviews, did you then at the end say like, oh, if you like this, we have a podcast or can you share more about the launch and about the strategy behind it? Yes. So what I did was I set up, I'm just trying to actually take it through completely in my mind so I get this right. We had a competition. So anyone who wrote a review could screenshot the review and then they could enter our competition. And what we did was we got people in. So the, the first day of this showcase event was really just to bring out support for people, some of my clients with big audiences. They would come in for a 15, 20 minute slot, talk about what freedom, full freedom meant for them, promote the podcast, share it with their audience and go. And at the same time, I was on StreamYard. So we had like the podcast link the whole time we were referencing the competition. And it was really getting people excited about the gifts. And I was, we were doing everything from like Amazon vouchers, iPads or Apple watches, like all sorts of gifts that week to promote people listening. And then it was about like climbing the ranks. I think in like day two, we hit the number five in the UK business charts or entrepreneurship charts and 11, I think in the business charts in the UK. It's just going higher and higher and more and more listeners. And we were like overtaking these amazing people. I think we were like third to like Stephen Bartlett and I can't remember the other one. But it was incredible, just the momentum behind it and the excitement behind it. And we just were driving it all day, all week. But for that first day, I basically just stayed on streaming. I just stayed live with my audience all day and had people coming in and out and sharing with their audiences and leaving. And I was exhausted by the end of it, but it was really, really good fun. And I got to reconnect with people who have been clients before or, yeah, I think almost every single person had been a client on there. And so it brought up testimonials. And I really found it did wonders for people recognizing kind of how established I was in the work as well, which I think is quite easy. You know, I'm the type of person that would just like hide a bit and not shy away from the fact I've had all these amazing clients. 
but it was like I was standing on stage and owning what I did and that felt quite momentous yeah awesome so you're you're very strategic I can definitely hear that from from your launch plan you're you're very strategic was there anything that went different than expected or maybe didn't meet your expectations and that you then tweaked like along the way in the past eight months good question I think it has been it's been far easier to get guests on than I was anticipating I was worried that we were going to be using people's time and I was worried that that was going to be hard to fill but that's been so easy we're full almost at the end of the year I think with guests but the harder thing has been getting new ears to the podcast that's been harder than I thought because whilst we do promote it and I am building my email list and that kind of stuff and I've been on a lot of people's podcasts and sharing about my podcast with it getting lots of new listeners in has been challenging and I think the other thing and it's been growing and obviously you don't quite know like how many new listeners or I haven't looked to see how many new listeners and how many repeat I don't even know if you can get that data but the other thing I would say is thinking of content as a solo point of view like I've tried to really stay on topic and on brand. You know, I'm at 50 episodes now. That's at least 30 by myself. I'm really conscious of being at all repetitive. And so keeping it fresh and relevant and not trying to give everything away the whole time, which you'll, if you listen to my podcast, you'll see I do. (laughs) That has been quite a challenge. So I've given myself permission to do shorter 10, 12 minute episodes. And they've gone really well because people can just listen to them like on a walk or in a short commute. And it doesn't take like for my audience who are really busy entrepreneurs juggling all of these things, it doesn't take too much bandwidth to consume the content. So I've just given myself permission. And before I'd like write loads of prep notes, loads of examples and stories. And now again, I give myself permission to like go with it and sometimes say slightly outrageous things or slightly more daring or personal stories and just knowing that actually I'm speaking to people who I already know I may not know exactly who's listening but they're people I resonate with and I'd like I like now talk to them as though they're sat just next to me having coffee and that the conversation's only one way Mm -hmm. and that's been a really helpful change rather than feeling I need to be professional podcaster and expert now I'm just like I'm just a friend in your ear and I'm just like you. And I found that's just taking the pressure off and made it so much easier. Yeah. So it's giving yourself permission, but I'm, I'm also hearing that you build confidence through recording so many episodes that now you're like, you know what? I can just talk for 10, 15 minutes, probably longer without a script, without yeah. any notes. I can just say what I want to say, share what I want to share. And it will be well received by my ideal clients because I know exactly or I know them better also, probably. I think that's also what I heard that you mentioned like, oh, my my audience is busy entrepreneurs. So they don't have time for an hour long episode, but they want like the short, like 10 minute, 15 minute episode so that they can t- like get some takeaways on their walk and then go back to work or like do what they were doing. Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely really, really interesting. And I think for all of us podcasters, really important to 
get to know your audience more and more. And as you as you do this, you can always experiment, right? Like I also had longer interviews before and I also shortened it and I meant, and I saw in my in my download numbers and in my analytics, oh wait, these are actually performing better. So that makes sense, like knowing my audience. So Exactly. So I think when you're listening, also maybe take a good look at your analytics and just think about your audience or ask your audience. Like, what are you looking for? What, what is the ideal length of an episode? What, like, what do you want to hear? And trying out some different formats, like scripted, non-scripted, interviews, solo episodes. I think that's also a really good tip that we can take away. Yeah, absolutely. And I think looking at analytics is great, but exactly as you said, also reconnecting with people who actually listen to it. What did you like? What did you not like? I have my group, my Facebook group, and I use them to kind of opinion poll everything from the graphics to the name to the episodes that I'm doing, which reminds me, I should probably do that again because you want to answer questions that people come to you with a lot of the time. And it's been really good at like honing in on what is my marketing message? What is it that people ask me? What are the objections I hear? What are the kind of conversations that people really resonate with? And it's in a nice way, it's kind of forced me to think differently about my marketing and be much more specific than I ever have been before. Yeah, I think this is also a great tip to, to just answer questions on your podcast. So if you have no idea what you want to talk about, well, go into either your Facebook group, if you have one, go into your Instagram DMs, see what people ask, like what, what questions do people ask and answer those on solo episodes. I think that's, again, a way to make it really easy for yourself, because I also heard you say, especially at the start, like you want to make it easy for yourself. You just want to talk into the microphone answer questions, making sure that it's very, very valuable for your audience and then let other people like take on the rest so that you have that freedom for yourself. Absolutely. Sky, I really love this, this interview on my podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your story about your podcast. Where can people find out more if they want to listen to your show, but also if they want to connect more with you? Yeah. So of course, come over and listen to the show. Full Freedom for Entrepreneurs with Sky Barber. You can find me on any of the normal podcasting channels and I'm sure we can get you a pod link. I also am very active on Instagram. So Sky underscore Barber. You can come and see behind the scenes in my business, farm life, mummy of two boys and growing a tech business on the side. So do come and have a look. And if you have any questions on scaling a business, then I'd love to be able to answer them on a podcast episode. So do just drop me a line. Yeah, perfect. We'll also make sure to add all the links to the show notes. So when you're listening, you can go to the show notes. Highly recommend Sky's podcast. I was just listening to an episode before this one, doing my research, of course, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. So make sure after this episode, which is now, go listen to Sky's podcast, uh, Full Freedom for Entrepreneurs. Sky, thank you again. It was great having you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, that's it for today. Before you go, I want to quickly invite you to check out our podcast management services on the website, thepodcastwaves.com. Are you spinning your wheels, producing content, doing all the things from recording, editing, uploading, marketing, promoting your podcast, monetizing your podcast? We can help and we want to help. So definitely check out the link in the show notes uh, to learn more about our podcast management services and book a discovery call if you're interested. See you there. Hey, Podcast Babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed. 
a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing. <laughs>